1: My guest today is Livia Putris. Livia is a wife, mother, mentor, author, and passionate creative. She loves to inspire individuals to live and not just be alive. She has simple, powerful tools and processes that she uses to stay in faith, joy, and gratitude even in the most challenging of circumstances. She believes that transformation can happen in an instant. Her mission is to share all she has learned and help people fortify their minds and hearts to thrive. She lives by faith and experiences miracles daily. Livia is the founder of the Consecrated Life Project, where she shares stories of faith To help others in building a stronger relationship with God and letting Him lead their lives. She creates inspirational products and programs that wake up the mind, inspire the soul, and support divine creation. Livia is passionate about transformation, connection, nature, essential oils, and music that inspires livia welcome thank you so much for having me
0: i'm so happy to be here
1: and i have am so impressed livia with what you're doing and i know there's got to be a story behind this can you share your story of how you what led you to founding consecrated life
0: yeah so it began i want to say it was like 2016 I think I'd hurt my foot several times. And it's always the right one. It's either a rolled ankle or a sprain or a fracture or something. And I think this was the time that I had gone down a sled hill with my son. And I've been mothering for 15 years, right? So I've got babies, pregnant, nursing. I haven't gone sledding in a long time. So I took my kids and my husband was meeting me there. We were up on this hill. First run down, my son's on my lap and we're coming down the hill. And My other son decides he's going to jump out in front of us and be like, hey, and be funny and then move before we get there. Freaking out, my mother heart. Hey, I've got a child in the path. I'm gonna run into you. So I'm like ah, and so I'm trying to like steer it, but I don't. I haven't done this in forever. So I kind of go around him, and then I go to the end, and there's a pole and there's a hay bale, and that's my options. So I'm like sweet. I'm gonna go for the hay bale. I've got a. I think he was four or five at the time, maybe six. I'm like he's on my lap, trying not to crash the thing. I'm gonna go for the hay bale, and then I decided I'm gonna stick my foot out because if I stick my foot out, I can stop it. on the hay bale. Obviously, my brain was not thinking, but I ended up breaking my foot. Luckily, my husband pulled in right as we were limping off the side of the hill, and he got me to the doctor and took care of everything. But that puts me then sitting in bed, little kids, and trying to take care of them, and like, like, oh, like, how can you do all the mother things when you can't walk, right? And it's kind of tricky. So I'm laying there, kind of feeling self, <laughs> being like, hey, God, I do this all day long. I do the positive affirmations and I do the declarations and I do all this stuff that helps me keep positive. And yes, I'm good and I can sit here and I can listen to my conference talks all day and I can do these things. And that's great. But I wanted something that I could hold on to that would help me every day every time something happened without me saying oh what was it what was my list I was reading today or what was my positive things I was saying today just one that would always 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 come back and so I said this prayer and I said God just give me three sentences just give me three sentences of what you would have me remember that would help me to reground into who I am and what I'm here to do and I started writing on a paper I'm gonna I don't have the exact paper here but I'm gonna just use this one for example so I had chicken scratch you know you're basically Notebook paper all the way down and all the way on the other side. Right. And I was like, whoa, and literally just flowed out of me this beautiful poem. And then I was at the same time, I was like, are you serious? Like, <laughs> I asked for three sentences. Are you kidding? How, how am I supposed to memorize this? You wanted me to memorize it and just flowing out. But at the same time, this immense amount of gratitude that God would put something so beautiful coming out of me. And I know it wasn't me because I can get about roses or red violets or blue and whatever comes up oh, hang on uh my back sorry school is calling me that <laughs> I can't do roses or red violets or blue right and how did this whole giant thing just come out of me and so I said a prayer of gratitude and I was like hey this is amazing and it's not just for me I know that and what do you want me to change and within 10 minutes the entire thing was edited. And so he tells me to call this lady that I'd only met once a year and a half before, talk to her maybe for five minutes. He says, call her and read her this poem. And I was like, what, okay. And so I did and I called her and I read it to her. And it turned out she had just been in a snowmobile accident, was dealing with a traumatic brain injury and it was just what she needed as well in her recovery. And it was this amazing, amazing moment of God knows me. He knows what I'm going through. He knows my skills. He knows my talents. He knows what I have. And he knows that even when I'm having a hard challenge, that he can use me to bless someone else. And it was really cool. And I've got a background in photography and graphic design for the last 20 years. And so the next thing was, okay, this is going to be a bookmark. I'm like, sweet, it's going to be a bookmark. And so while I'm sitting there laying in bed, I designed up this bookmark, ordered a thousand of them, had them delivered to my house, at which I've been carrying around for years. And I just give them to people when I feel inspired. They just come with me and God says, this person needs it. This person needs it. And it's just really cool to see how he uses something so simple to bless people because it really is a message straight from heaven. And it's not just me. It's not just for me, but it's for the whole world. And I knew that it was supposed to go across the world. And at first I was like, sweet, maybe it'll go into Deseret book. And it's going to be one of those things where, you know, the Relief Societies will buy them in bulk quantities for Relief Society birthdays and like help strengthen people in really consecrating their life and giving it to God and saying, you know what? It doesn't matter what I'm going through. It doesn't matter how hard my challenge is. It doesn't matter what my past has been. I can choose today to follow Christ and I can invite that power into my life and he can allow me to do things greater than I ever imagined. And he can guide me into who I was put here to be and how I was to use my talents to therefore create and bless and serve and strengthen His children in whatever capacity I was uniquely designed to do, and it was just so cool. And so it turned into a poster, which hangs in my bathroom, and I read it every day while I brush my teeth. And that has gone all over; it's gone to several countries with different people, just who have got it and sent it to friends or things like this. And turned into a six-week series, where I interviewed people who I really felt were living it. I was like, hey, that's awesome. Maybe I'll do like the series once a year or something like that. So that happened once, and then it kind of went off. And I actually designed a six-month program about a journey to my consecrated life and taking each line of that poem and what does it mean to me and how do I apply that and how I can help other people to input, put that into their lives. That one's actually not out yet. I've never actually told anybody on a recording that it exists <laughs> because it, it just wasn't time yet. So I guess if somebody hears this and it's it, you feel the call, then email me and we'll talk about it because <laughs> it's still there. Um, but God hasn't said to put that one out publicly yet. And it's just so cool. To say, okay, hey God, where now? And then about six months ago, he was like, okay, hey, this is not just this little thing you thought you were doing whenever he's like, this is global. And it's meant for everyone. And I really feel in my heart that it needs to be free. It needs to be that anyone who's seeking to follow Christ can listen and they can learn Cause I've been in the mentoring and the coaching world for like five years or so now. And I've met so many awesome people with different businesses or podcasts or books they've written. And these things that that the core behind their story is faith core behind it is God led me here. It might look like I failed to the world or I might've thought I was going to be a mom and I might've found out I couldn't have kids. And I might've gone adoption or I might've started a business or maybe I had a business and then God said, stop and raise your kids. And maybe I was raising my kids and God said, Hey, there's more. You're supposed to start this business. And it's just really, really cool to see. So I actually partnered with the lady who drew the picture that's on my bookmark. I can show you guys right here. And this is version two. So I had version one and then version two. And you can see this picture for those of you who are on the video version of Christ and his hands are out and he's standing on the beach. And when I first got this poem, I had seen this bookmark at a conference or I'd seen the picture at a conference and Christ was standing there and his hands are out. And I just imagine, you know what? He's there and he's ready to take any burden and any sadness and any sorrow and any pain that we have, but he's not going to reach out and grab it. He's not going to say, you give me that. I already suffered for it because he asked to honor that agency, but he's there and he's willing and his is so peaceful and kind and he's just waiting he's like hey my hands are open just put it here and many times when I do like meditations I will imagine that we're taking whatever burden we have on us and we're putting it in the hands of Christ and as it touches his hands it just evaporates and it vaporizes into nothing and it's this realization that Christ really can do all things, and he can strengthen us through all things. And if you feel called to do a business or start a podcast or whatever you feel called to do, that if you feel it in your heart and you know it comes from him, then he will guide you every single step of the way. There's another cool thing that I actually haven't ever said on a recording either, but apparently your people need to know it. <laughs> um, when I do my interviews for the Consecrated Life Project, I do them on a recording just like this through Zoom, right? And I'm like, I don't want them to be super long because I want people to be able to listen to them and not to get overwhelmed. I talk to my person I'm interviewing, I'm like, hey, did you know? Like, God was so in it with us. Like, he, he speaks through us when we show up for him. And so I encourage anyone who's got a story who feels like, hey, I've been on that journey of faith or I moved my family across the country and they didn't have a job and I didn't know why. Or anything like this where you feel that in your heart, you have this story of faith that will strengthen someone else to help us understand how we all feel the spirit differently and how we receive answers and how we choose to turn to God and what we choose to turn to for strength, to share these tips and these tools, these techniques, all the things that we've learned and to bring them all together into one place where you can learn and listen and grow and feel like, you know what? I'm not alone on this journey. I'm in Utah. So I have a lot of people around me who are very much, you know, on this journey of turning to God But I find that a lot of people don't talk about it publicly. They're like, it's my own and it's my private thing. And that's true. And there's aspects of stuff that I don't talk about. But I find that God will tell me what to say say it to when the time is right because that person needs it. So if you feel like there's something maybe that you've got that you want to share, reach out to me and email me and we'll see see if you're a good fit and that we can do an interview. I totally go by the Spirit. So if you get a no, that doesn't mean that your story's not worth it. Or it may mean God doesn't want that one yet. And I just go one at a time based upon whatever, whatever I'm called to do and whoever he tells me to interview, but I've interviewed some amazing people. So I have my story is on there and then I've got Kendra Burton, who is the artist and her story is on there. I've got Heidi Totten who founded a hundred humanitarians and talks about going from business coach, not wanting to travel anywhere to oh my goodness, I'm supposed to serve in Kenya, and now it's taken hundreds of people over there and has a nonprofit that helps people all across the world, and especially in Kenya, and the amazing stories that come with that. we have got Katie Garner, who draws, she's a painter, and she has seven kids, and God woke up her desire to paint and told her that she was supposed to do it, even though she had little babies, and she has this entire series of Adam and Eve pregnant with their young family, and it's this amazing ability she's got such talent and God said okay put that on hold and now okay wake it up and it's just the way that God works in our lives is different and it's unique and I think there's so many people in so many places and they say oh I'm gonna go to this training or to this conference and I'm gonna do what you did and follow exactly because if I do what you did I'll get what you got and I'll be just like you but we're not meant to be just like anybody else. We're meant to be us, uniquely us, and use our gifts and our talents to bless in the way that we're uniquely designed to do. Not to be anybody else, or to follow the same path anyone else does. And that's why if you feel like you've gone through those things and you've done everything that they told you to do in the way that they told you, and it's not working out the way that they got it, that's because it's not supposed to. Because you have your own unique journey, and you have your own past, you have your own belief system, the things that were you designed and programmed into your brain when you were little and the things you believed, the things you experienced all impact the rest of your life and we have the ability to change those. Like I said, transformation happens in an instant. The instant you decide, what you want and you give it to God, you can be changed in that instant. It doesn't mean it's not going to require work. doesn't requi- mean you're not going to have to keep reminding yourself of this is where I'm going and this is what I'm doing and taking those inspired action steps towards whatever you're trying to get to. But you can be different because you choose it. And it's really powerful.
1: That is beautiful. Now, so your stories are on your website, the consecrated life dot learn live fly dot com that's where the these uh, recordings
0: are yep they're getting up there some of them are up right now i've been processed because i pulled in the ones from the original six interviews and i'm pulling them in and editing them to make sure that they're associated there but youtube's giving me some issues with hour-long recordings so we're working on the tech side of it so if you come not functioning quite appropriately be patient come back again don't just give up on me (laughs) we're getting there Uh i just In God's time, it's all going to come together exactly neat how it's supposed to. So have you thought about,
1: considered starting your own podcast show?
0: Yep, I'm on the process. Yep, all right. Process as well. So we'll have the video, the audio's on there. I have a couple different journals that I've written. I have um, my awesome life journal. And some people look at it and they're like, oh, but my life's not awesome. And they want to discount it. like, it's not the fact that you... Your life is perfect, but it's that you can find the joy in every day. And I walk you through these are the tools and the tips and the techniques and the things that I've done that help me to stay in joy. And you can open this journal, and in one spread, you're gonna have all these mentoring techniques and all these mindset techniques that help you to stay and to find the awesome in every day, even with the challenges. And it becomes this little piece of your family history, this little piece of you where it's got your thoughts and your beliefs, and your your joys, and your sorrows, and your everything, and your handwriting, in this little synopsis of your life, where you know, my hope is that people will embrace this, and they'll say, okay, if I get 20 of these, and I use them consecutively, and then at the beginning of each one, there's a little note to the reader, where they can, when you're done with the book, you can write a note, this is this segment of my life, and this is what I learned through it, and then when you pass on, each of your grandchildren will then have a book with this little segment of grandma's life to say, wow, I really feel like I'm getting to know her legacy. through this little simple
1: And book. I, and I, as an educator, I know as I've read the studies and I believe it that children are more resilient when they learn the lives of their ancestors, when they learn that their grandparents had struggles and challenges and overcame them. And then they learn, well, I can too. And I I don't think there is a life that hasn't had some pain, some sorrow, some challenges, obstacles to be faced and overcome. And it's how you do it, your attitude. Can you still see your blessings?
0: Was it Irene gave a talk, and he was talking about enduring. And the people say endure to the end. And the point isn't just enduring. Oh, I have to put up with this horrible, miserable life of mine make it to the end I'm enduring aren't I doing what I was told God (laughs) you know it's not this painful endurance but it's can you endure it well which means when your challenges hit do you choose to turn to God do you choose great instead of grumpy do you choose faith instead of fear do you choose okay God I don't understand this but I love you and I trust your wisdom so teach me what I need to learn here
1: and also can you see his hand in your life you know, a lot of people will yeah. brush it off as a, oh, that was a coincidence, or that just happened to work out. And you know, we need to be aware of how blessed we are.
0: I find that as I try to do that, I will talk to my kids and I'll be like, Guess what, guys? God loves us. And they'll be like, What happened today? <laughs> I'll be like, Oh my gosh, this is what happened, or this appointment canceled and he opened my schedule. So now I had time for this other thing that I didn't think I was going to get done. And it was like, just in everything we're doing. Hey, did you see, did you see that God loves us? Look, we made it on the gas tank that was almost empty because I forgot to fill it yesterday and we still made it to school. Look, God loves us. Yes. All so, things of, am I choosing to see God's hand in everything? Yes. And am I choosing to trust that he really is guiding and that all things do work out for my good, even if it doesn't look like it at the moment?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I know, and sometimes with hindsight, you can look back at what was a traumatizing, painful event and realize, you know, I'm, I actually, I'm actually better off. You know, this actually changed my direction and led me down a path that I needed far more than the original one I thought I was on. We can see that it was a blessing. Our greatest trials. Yeah.
0: Yeah, looking back though, most of us don't say I'd like to go through that again. But we're like it now because I see what I've become through it, through learning patience and love and understanding and all these things. Yeah, wouldn't wish it on anyone. But I'm, you know, to embrace who I've become because of it.
1: Yes, I, you know, the lessons learned
0: are—you
1: wouldn't give those up. So, is your poem then also on your website?
0: Yep. There's a picture of it there. I have bookmarks and I have posters. People can email me if it's not up yet that you can purchase it or if it's not cooperating, you can email me uh, Livia at learnlivefly.com.
1: Yes. And while you're, you explained to me that you're, you're not starting a nonprofit, but you do fundraising type of events, right? Yep. And, and especially with businesses. Explain again how you work with businesses.
0: Yes. So I really feel that this is supposed to be free for everyone. And so in that being said, we have to fund it because it takes a lot of time and a lot of energy and funding to make it happen. As well as in the process of doing this, as we collect the interviews, it's going to turn into a book series that's kind of like Chicken Soup for the Soul, where I'm sharing these stories in print form because some people aren't technologically savvy or they want their book to take on their airplane or give it to grandma who doesn't know how to use the Internet or whatever's going on that we can have a print version as well as audio, as well as video to incorporate all the people in all the ways that they learn. Oh, yeah. I really want to help businesses who are faith-centered. If you feel like, you know, your core is faith-centered and you live and operate in the highest level of integrity in what you do and you feel like this is something that's in alignment with you, I'd love you to be a sponsor to help me move this forward at the same time allow me to help tell people about you. To share your story, if that works in interview form or just in a promotion or telling people, having it in the emails, whatever that is, we'll work on what you need versus what you can do to help us to be able to move this forward and to have people be able to find it. Because I know that if I have choice of two or three different businesses and they all do the same thing, if I know this person is faith-centered, I'm going to pick them. Yes, me too. Like. Michael's and Joann's and Hobby Lobby and all these places. I love my crafting stuff. I worked at Joann's for years and I love them and I go there. But when I found out that Hobby Lobby was Christian based, they were closed on Sundays, they honor their employees and they let them be with their families on holidays and all these things. I was like, I go to Hobby Lobby first pick every time. Mm-hmm. Because I want to support people who are living according to God's law. People who are choosing integrity who I know that I can send my friends to them and say, these guys are going to take good care of you and they're not going to take advantage of you because mm-hmm. I know the integrity of their heart is at this high level, which is why I don't want to go nonprofit. Cause then I have to have a board of directors and they can choose to override whatever I say, but it's not mine. It's God's. I'm just the mortal hands that get to be the one that says, "Okay, hey, I get to do the mortal part of it, but he's the director. And I don't want to take that away. And so I need to keep it as a normal business that way.
1: Yeah, yeah. Plus, I I understand there are laws and regulations regulating nonprofits. And then you get the government into it, too. And far better to leave it as you are inspired to lead it. And that's powerful. I I love that positive energy. and, And I feel... At this time, this is what is so desperately needed in our world, is faith, positive energy, love, unselfishness, that desire to serve. And we need more of it. I really believe that is is going to lift our society up. And so I applaud you for what you're doing. Um, You'll... You said you'll send me the link. So the links to your Facebook page and website will be on my website.
0: Yep, I will send that. And as well as people who I interview who have products or programs or services, often they will either give me something to gift to the people who listen or a discount if they have something larger something like that where those will be on a resource page as well. We're still in the process of creating all of that, but where people, come and receive these resources and connect with the people that have been on the interviews, connect with these faith building businesses and the sponsors and those people to be able to say, yes, I'm gonna support you and you're gonna support me and we can all help each other. So I really feel like we're not meant to do life alone and we're not meant to just do it digitally. We're meant to physically connect with people on a personal people level and to work together. And if I share your story and you've got something awesome, you know, then somebody who hears your story might say, oh, my goodness, I need to work with them. Or I have this resource that will help them accomplish that dream that they shared. And it's just cool to see that as we come together as a community of faith, that we can help each other to fulfill the mission that God put for us each uniquely, individually here to prepare. Because Christ is coming, and I hope it's sooner than later. <laughs> I know it's coming soon, but I'm really excited, and I want to help as many people as possible, to
1: All right, so let me recap. You are looking for, and anyone should reach out to you if they are faith based, they want to, or maybe they want to bring Christ more into their lives. Maybe they want to learn how to live a consecrated life, or they have a story they want to share. They should reach out to you through your Facebook page or your website. Is that correct?
0: Sure, definitely go to the website. Hopefully we'll fix the tech tweaks here pretty soon. So do on, join on Facebook, go to the website. You can opt in there as long as that's working. If it's not working, just email me, Livia at learnlivefly.com, and I will add you to that as soon as it decides it's going to cooperate again, and we'll get it all fixed up. And then if you can, become a supporter or a okay. sponsor. Sponsors are kind of high, higher level, either individually or businesses, but anyone can become a supporter even if it's just a dollar or $5 a month or a one-time donation of whatever you can do, every single little bit counts. I feel like everybody has a part they can play and all those little bits add up to be able to help us to keep going forward, to get the podcast set up and all the tech and all the everything working and running smoothly for hopefully for the rest of forever and generations to come. Because
1: in addition to doing this, you are also raising five children. Yes. Yes. So you, yeah, you, you have a lot on your plate and, you know, you children that you are providing for and yourself and, and all this service. And you are explaining that you actually left full-time employment because this is a higher priority for you. You feel like this is what God has called you to do and you will do it. That's wonderful. I strongly encourage anyone who's listening, if you're, if you're hearing this and it resonates with you and you feel this is what you want in your life or you want to share your story or support or sponsor Livia in, in her Consecrated Life Project, contact her. Let's
0: bring more good into the world. I love it. Thank you so much. And even if you can't sponsor or support right now, just share it. Send All it to right. yes. Faith based. That's a totally awesome way that you can help. And it doesn't share cost anything. Yes.
1: All right, Livia, Thank you. You have a great day. Thank you. You too.
0: Talk to you later. We have just concluded another episode of In Support of Families. If you enjoyed the show and found it valuable. We appreciate you leaving us a review or recommending us to your friends. For more helpful resources, visit our website at insupportoffamilies.com. Join us again next week, and thanks for listening.